astrology, feng shui, tarot, crystals. We've all heard about these practices, but what does it all mean? Each week, Mom and me will dive into these topics to present them in an easy, digestible 20 minutes. From full moons to celebrity charts to even red doors, Mom and me will share personal, shocking, and wow factor stories. Before we get started, today we're going to be discussing the garage, and I know that might seem overwhelming just hearing that word, so I wanted to feature a professional organizer based out of Las Vegas. Julia Matucci is a wonderful organizer and can help you with all your organizing needs. Even if you're afraid to have someone come into your space and see what's going on, for Black Friday, she's offering an awesome workbook that also comes with a 30-minute call with her. Check her out on Instagram at organizedbyjoy or look at the link in the comments. Welcome back to another episode of the Mom and Me Astrology Podcast. My name is Kate Wind and joining me is my mom, Mary Swick. I'm here. (laughs) Today we are talking about garages and (laughs) I know I think a lot of people have that reaction when you say that word. We have a lot of history, first off, to bring you about garages, and it's all to get down to some feng shui points, but Mm -hmm. I do think the history of the garage is fascinating, and it it will give some insight as to how it's evolved and maybe how we frame the garage right now. Right. (laughs) Versus, I don't know, it just opens up your possibilities to what it could be. Yeah, what it has been, where it's come from, man's domain. Yeah. Right. And, but before we get there, yeah. and again, just stick with us. We'll, we have yeah. a lot of cool right. information. Right. Yes. At the end, we'll talk about some feng shui cures. If you're thinking, I don't even have time for the garage, I'm going to turn this off. I, I, I promise. Oh, right. <laughs> <There's> a... <laughs> right. Yes, yes. And also, if you're thinking, well, that's my boyfriend's realm, that's my yeah. husband's realm, I don't have any control. Yeah. If you, you're, if you're, I, this is mm-hmm. very stereotypical, but yeah. women might be saying, I don't touch the garage. Yeah. My husband is in total control of the garage. Yeah, that's still, my partner's area. Right. Still listen, because there are some simple things you can do. Yep. Okay. Exactly. So let's just start with an opening question. Do you want to ask? A test? <laughs> a test. This is a test. Yeah. Okay. Here's the setup. Okay. Answer this question. Maybe this will determine whether you should turn it off now oh, or yeah. continue to listen. That's right. <laughs> but if you were bringing someone home for the very first time to your house, Mm-hmm. Would you have them enter through the garage? Yeah. So a friend, a possible partner. Yeah. Anyone. First time at your house. Yeah. They don't know a whole lot about you yet. Right. Yeah. A supervisor, a coworker. (laughs) Yeah. um, uh, You know, someone uh, first time uh, going out with them. Yeah. So would you feel comfortable if they were in your car, you're driving them to your house? Would you, you know open up the garage door and drive right into that garage or if the garage was even open already that someone was in the garage or something would you oh yeah let's just walk through the garage yeah or would you just take them to the front door park outside take them to the front door yeah and I think what that question is really getting at and it's funny how we've evolved with the garage is that they were detached and that they are attached 
in most cases. Most Again, cases, we're speaking yes. from Las Vegas. Newer uh, construction, they are attached. If we so, go back into the 40s, okay, maybe not. Yeah. 50s, maybe not. And so people can be very dismissive of the garage, like, oh, that doesn't count. Or even in consults, like, that's just the garage. Oh, that is such a big thing. Right. Oh, yeah, no, that's, they are that's attached. the garage. That, that's not my house. That's the garage. <laughs> yeah, but yet they probably use that door more often than even the front door. So it's not a detached garage anymore, people. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. My no. garage isn't perfect either, but it's... Oh, it's mine it's, isn't either. You know, and I think that... I know we're kind of jumping all over the place, but the garage is a transitional space. By design. By design. So even think about the car coming and going all the time. Think about the door on it. It's not just a, you know, regular door you walk into. It's a huge overhead contraption, you know, sure. that you can bring big things in, big things out. It's like a loading dock, so to speak. Yeah, and things go to the garage. Like if I'm going to make some donations, they go to the garage and sit in the garage for, you know, a day or sometimes a week. <laughs> yeah, day. Oh, my gosh. Months, years, sometimes, something can sit in the garage yeah. before it actually gets moved out. Yeah. You're looking, it's looking for a home. It's almost like, again, to play with me here. Mm-hmm. The garage is like an adoption center. You're you're getting ready to farm something out, to give it, oh, I'm looking for somebody who needs this baby toy that I have, right? Yeah. I'm waiting to meet that person, and I'm, I'm going to... Maybe a waiting room is... Better. Waiting room. Waiting okay, rooms. waiting room. It's, yeah, it's a very good waiting room for somebody to uh, need this or yeah. find someone I can give it to or time for me to drive it to goodwill. Yeah, but even like the holidays are t- very transitional because that's where most people... Um, but their decor and so it's like you know right now i shift around on my boxes because now um halloween's on the bottom because the empty <laughs> bottoms are the empty uh boxes now are on top for thanksgiving to go back into eventually so it's bill, a transitional space yeah you know bill and i were out at home depot during the halloween season and we saw a cute pumpkin oh my god that's so cute yeah Bill was, do we have one? Uh, I don't think so. You know, so we bought one. So when Bill is, he puts the new one out, of course. And uh, within a week, he's in the garage moving things about. He goes, oh my gosh, here's the second (laughs) one we have. So of course he put that one out as well. But that's embarrassing. Yeah. And I don't, I don't, I wouldn't say our garage is a disaster. No, not, I mean, it has, you know, it has walkways. It has, yes. But I mean, it's got two cars, you know, it's a three bay. So we have two cars and then we have, you know, the storage space. I, I was embarrassed. Oh my God, we had one already. Yeah. But anyhow. So we understand we're, we're empathetic to what everyone has in their garage. Well, and because it's a transitional space, I do think that it's very possible that people get their garages in line and it's possible within six months or a year that they're looking back at it going, how did this happen? Oh, I could even be three months. Well, I'm, right? Yeah, absolutely. But, but it's a, a sudden, transitional space. Because, you know, some your teenagers dragging something out of their room that they don't want anymore. Where are we going to put it? We'll put it in the garage. Yeah. You know, I, it's, it's just, it's like, um, it's not like kicking something to the curb. Most of our things, we think, oh, well, let's put it in the garage. No, it's the waiting area it. until it's I decide room. what exactly. I'm going to do with it. Yeah. I took yeah. furniture out there to be able to accommodate the trees. So oh. again, just holding there until you're ready to come back in and mm-hmm. the day after mm-hmm. Christmas. Okay. Okay. So let's just talk about the evolution of the garage a little bit. Um, so originally, to store cars. Right. Absolutely. At the very beginning. Um, you know, and cars connect us to the world. 
-hmm. right? So again, Transit. we have that transition aspect that we get in our car, it takes us to work, takes us to parties, takes us to church, takes us all around the globe almost, you know what I'm saying? Transit, the ideas. Yeah. Transit, yeah. in transition. Yeah. And then they became a place to do projects. So working on I mean, projects. How many, how many spray painting projects? Oh, we got to go to the garage. We're mm -hmm. going to go out to the garage. Rather than going outdoors, we'd go to the garage. Yeah, or if you're going to make a new planter box, if you're going to... Um, I don't know what people make nowadays. I'm well, thinking of I mean, stuff we just, made growing up. <laughs> if you need to solder something, a workbench in the garage was very traditional, certainly when I grew up. You know, I'm not sure. I think it's still somewhat there. Yeah, so the garage kind of became... A fix-it shop. Yeah, the kitchen for more masculine energy. Well, oh, that's great. <laughs> we th at that particularly, when we were thinking how the garage has evolved, the kitchen was the woman's area and the garage was the men's area. Yeah. Yeah. And that's oftentimes where they hung. But it got really creative there, though. All of a sudden, you know, people were turning garages into little studio apartments, you know, maybe a converting it. Very big in this valley. You still see the remnants of homes that took their garage and turned it into a family room, a, a pool, game room. game room, or, you know, somebody new in the family showed up, you know, just had to live with them, gave them a place to so create when a space. When you're talking space. about that, like, workbench in, in the garage, the garage can foster a lot of creativity. It can, can it? Right, building things, creating projects, even working on cars. We don't think of necessarily that as, like, a creative thing, but I'm understanding how everything's connected and how... You know, in preparing for this day, I got thinking. I thought, you know, the garage could be one of the more creative spaces in the home because there's nothing dictating. I mean, a bedroom is kind of designed to be like a bedroom, the size of it, the closets, type, hangs clothes nice so easily. But the garage is really for three walls and a door. Mm -hmm. Well, yeah. and it's like you don't have to worry about things getting messy. Like if I'm going to do a glitter project or, I don't know, like, yeah. like spray painting too. Oh, yeah. I, if I was doing that in my living room, <laughs> I'd have to, you know, lay so many boundaries and barriers down to do it. In the garage, it's like, let's just do this. Like, yeah, just you're not wild. overly concerned maybe about spray paint. Maybe not. Maybe some are, but you know. The people that said that they would walk people through <laughs> through the garage would probably not be spray painting. No, they probably garage. wouldn't be. No, that probably would not be the case. But it man caves. Mm -hmm. But it's we go back to that creativity, like um, as the garage evolved. I know you had a bunch of bands that you listed that were created out of the garage. Oh, yeah. You know, well, let's just do a little, do this sense of, um, um, I think it's a room that kind of creates a lot of personal expression. Mm -hmm. You can do whatever, you know, you can paint your garage inside a wild color. No one has a big opinion about it. Um, but yeah, think about garages. Think about the bands, garage bands, we mm -hmm. called them, right? Yep. And I think they're still called that today. But Nirvana started out of the garage. I mean, you know, you relate to Nirvana. I, know, right? I know Nirvana. I okay, was a but little like, questionable about that. There's part. some other ones here. Yeah, before your time, <laughs> Creedence Clearwater Revival. Oh my gosh, I love them. Big okay. in college. Uh, Paul Revere and the Raiders. Who could not like those guys? You know, and then uh, The Who. Uh, so a lot of, you know. Of, uh, oh, Soul Asylum. I know that one. Oh, you know, so, okay. I don't, I don't know that train. one. Yeah. yeah. Okay, but the, these came out of creative spaces where, let's face it, some adult had to say, okay, go play in the garage. Mm -hmm. Let that creativity bang it out out there, so to speak. 
Yeah, because going back to like maybe the messiness of like the glitter or the spray paint, maybe some people don't relate to that. that. We grew up in a very crafty home, so. Mm -hmm. Um, But yeah, you can be more noisy in the garage. Yeah. Maybe you can go out there and smoke. You can go out there and drink. You can go out there and cuss. Yes, right. (laughs) Right? It is. Right. There's not a lot of boundaries on that space. Because not everything is finished off beautifully. Mm -hmm. Now, some homes, of course, I've been in some homes that are fabulous garages beautiful garages but the majority of us are don't have totally finished walls in our garage yeah so in addition to those bands um like i said i wasn't as familiar but nike and google were also born in garages huge right and 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 very creative companies yeah right and (laughs) long-standing so there is something there about garages allowing for some creativity more so more license to be creative to do your thing i don't think people are as judgmental about people that have um, big projects going on in their garage or they have a collection of something out in their garage i think as long as it's workable Mm -hmm. um you know but when you go like sometimes you'll go buy houses and they'll have the garage door open it's like packed with boxes like you can't even see through it you know, paths are very important. I had paths. a oh, I had a client. This was going back in time, but um, she had one of those garages. You just step out from the from the kitchen side when you stepped out into the garage. It was like you just stood on the little stoop. Yep. And then you had to kind of take huge awkward steps, you know, as you to get through. And I said, okay, this was overwhelming. Mm-hmm. What needed to be done? Yep. I said, uh, make a path. That's all. I we want an eighteen inch path. So that you can walk from the the door out to the driveway, or vice versa, and then cross the other way. Do while you walk. So then you can break down, so you can get to everything. She did that. Wow. She did it. Her life changed. I mean, it was a pivot that almost shocked me. How fast things changed in her life, as far as a career opportunity that she had got immediately. Uh, she just catapulted. I mean, she's. All of a sudden, she was running with a very sophisticated crowd that all of a sudden she was a part of. Uh, it was, it was. Uh, I was even amazed at all the things that changed. That's helpful great, people. Yeah, and, probably by the way, people. It was in the helpful people, gua, that front right corner. Yeah. And all of a sudden, the flood of people came into her life to help her. Well, that also goes to the next point of how the garage evolved because in the 1940s, which obviously this appointment you're talking about was after 1940s. Yes, of course. Yes, it was. um, The garage evolved again, and we um, were introduced to, um, I I take that back. Attached. Well, in 1940s is when the the real estate world realized people needed a garage. That was attached. Just quickly. You know, cars came in the 1900s, so to speak, and so everyone had carriage houses. Not everyone. Some people had carriage houses, and so then, okay, now we have cars. Carriage houses didn't accommodate cars the best, and so, okay, uh, early 1900s, uh, Sears Roebuck sold the first portable garage. Then you could order one up and mm-hmm. set it up in your yard, right, for that. And then the overhead garage door came in, which that really made it easy Right for More anyone for everyone. Right, but then the electric garage door opener came in 1926. That was key because now that heavy door, a lot of women couldn't lift. Or anyone with a or, disability or like exactly. anything. Yeah, and it, all of a sudden, then that when that gave it gave women access to the garage, and then we came into the 40s, and then by then the architects were designing 
you know, definitely not always attached, but more attached than detached. But there are still obviously a lot of houses built with detached garages. But, but many times acting like a secondary door. That's what my point was what, up to pull okay. into your story is that, again, we say like, oh, just the garage, but many of us are using that as our front door. And so when we associate the uh, symbolism of the front door to the garage door, then we're talking about opportunities. We're talking about, you know, things finding you. Mm-hmm. And so with that client story, her just creating that path for the energy to get to her through exactly. that door. Even yeah, though- there were no cars in this garage. This was a garage that was just stacked. But it has, it, it, it does take on those qualities when it's another main entrance to the home. Whether we're using it or not, because the, the garage door from the outside of the house looks like a bigger door than our front door. Yes, like how it would does. the energy know where to go? It's and sometimes two visually, the home. too visually, sometimes because of the door, the color that is used on the garage door, sometimes it does ro- steal the show, so to speak, that the, yeah. uh, the eye just wants to go to the garage door. Yeah. So let's pull this in then to how maybe some questions that we can ask everyone listening um, or what they can do to make some improvements. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so here's a simple test. Um, assuming you put cars in your garage, mm-hmm. can you easily get in the car when it's in the garage? Yeah. Um, is that possible? Uh, that You know, some, it's difficult mm-hmm. sometimes to swing the door open. Absolutely. Now, of course, that's a limitation, but you have to judge what's limiting it. Of course, if you're up against a wall, yes, I understand you. We can't do much about that. But oftentimes it's because... These boxes that are that are stacked there, the tricycle, the bicycles, mm-hmm. right, that are sitting there, uh, you know. Yeah, I, I agree. I've had the problem. I, I have repeating. I have this problem with my in my garage. Yeah. So obviously, like we talk about all the time, removing any clutter, removing. We give you the permission to get rid of the trike. <laughs> you know, right. we like. Get rid of the things that aren't working, that are broken. Absolutely clear those things out first. Right. And then from there, we want to encourage you to take um, the home and kind of make the garage an extension of your space. So incorporate something into the garage that would show me the same personality flair, if you will, that I'm seeing in the house. That bingo. Bingo. Personalizing that garage space. And that was what I said, hold on for this idea. Because even if you're not in control, the idea of bringing a lamp out to the garage, a floor lamp, to give it some personal space, welcoming. I mean, it is your front door on that regard. I mean, if you're lucky enough to have a garage door opener and you hit the button, you drive in, Mm -hmm. it's your welcome home. Yeah, so a little lamp to give it some mood lighting, mm-hmm. um, having maybe a little radio out there that plays, you know, some soft music, some jazz music. So you have a little welcome. You know, people may think that's extreme, but and keep that little radio on. Don't turn it off when you yeah. come home. You know, just let it play. Yeah, let it play twenty four seven. A nice welcome mat from the garage into the home. And treat it. I treat my garage door like my front door. I painted it red. Mm-hmm. I have the hanger on it to, you know, make a jingle every time I open it. That way, right. like that, I don't hear. I don't right. miss opportunities. That I hear all opportunities coming. Mm-hmm. Um, even that whole, the welcome table. Again, we talk about these things by the front door of the home, but consider a table or a shelf um, on the inside of the garage. I read an article once that the most stressful point in the house is the transition coming out of the garage into the house. Okay. 
because think of it that's generally the point where we've got groceries we have oh, yeah. purchases maybe a child on our hip balancing off a couple of bags so all of a sudden we're broader difficult to get through oh, yeah. crowded space which often like accumulate i mean i've been guilty of it sometimes where i'm going to take something to the trash mm -hmm. and sometimes i've just opened the garage door and set the trash bag right outside the door and thinking oh when i go into the garage deeper i'll take the trash bag over to the trash can now okay. that's the old me from you <laughs> decades ago but you you were there you saw it the idea of just you know letting things sit there right by the door outside the door leading into the garage rather than um, so I do think you you make a good point that when we get out of the car and head into the home from the garage, mm -hmm. we are acting like some sort of superhero. We're carrying 14 <laughs> bags of groceries. Right. We have our cell phone in our hand. Right. We might have a child in tow as well. Or a and, dog. Or a dog. And I think the difference between the front door and the garage door is I'm thinking most garage doors are on a spring, whereas front doors are not. Because mm. I always get trapped in the door. Like I'm trying right. to carry it and the door's yeah. coming back on me and I'm trying to pick up the last thing that I put down mm -hmm. to be able to open the door, mm -hmm. right? And you're getting like, bump, you're getting hit yeah. with all yeah, these yeah, groceries. Yeah. Yeah. And so what I did, and I know you have one too, which is maybe I think where I got my inspiration, is one of those door stoppers yeah. that you screw into the door. And that way I swing it open, I take my foot, I put down the stopper, and then that door is not flinging back at me. A, so client, that I can... a client taught me that. Okay. In one, I couldn't believe she She just showed me. She had it and I thought... Oh my gosh, all the years. I know what you're saying. You're pushing against the door and uh, you back, back off a side and then it comes back at you as you're trying to push through with a all lot of stuff. stuff. I mean, you're right. We do act like superheroes all of a sudden. Yeah. So the idea is a table sometimes where we can set things on outside mm -hmm. of that door. Yeah. Again, I'm not talking about a dining room table. No. But I'm talking about a tabletop that you could set something on even as a reminder like oh i want to take this with me tomorrow so i could set it up the night before on that table oh, don't forget idea. it but also that i could put something down my purse on it as i open the door or you know put the stopper hit the stopper i was going to say sofa table but then i was thinking um like a, the size of like a nightstand yeah at least something there oh yeah if you have any old nightstands sitting in your garage <laughs> Mm -hmm. <laughs> you can right. repurpose it and exactly. Put you it know, in you your... can paint it color. You know, you could do something fun with it. I'm gonna, I'm a big one on a lamp, something to personalize the space out there. Yeah, yeah, and of course you can also do the big things like painting the walls, epoxy oh. the floor. Oh, I mean there yes. there are some nice ways, yeah. but especially during this time of year, we're not trying to add a bunch of stuff to your pocketbook or your plate. <laughs> right, exactly. But those are the the simple things that you one can do. I think it's creativity. If everyone just thought, is this me? Yeah. I mean, I won't we're not doing this. But I th sometimes think it'd be fabulous to have a page someplace where everyone posts, open the garage door, <laughs> take a picture of it, and just let it stand like a, this is me, yeah. you know? Uh, and it, that alone motivates me to run home and uh, just that oh, thought. Oh, well, uh, when, we, when we comment, um, sorry, when we post this episode yeah. on the Facebook, it's, it's a little bit harder to do it on Instagram, but they could DM me mm -hmm. and I could repost. Mm -hmm. um, them. But yeah, open up your garage and take a snapshot and just own yeah. it. <laughs> you just own it, right? And then and kind send of it to us or ma post make it on a, our... Then down the road, send us the send us the revised version of it. Yeah, right. It yeah. it's life changing. I know this sounds like oh my god, you guys sound like you're telling us <laughs> to do these things always, but it's 
it's therapy. It's therapy. It makes you feel good. Yeah. It's well, a- even I used to be really proud of my garage. And then um, when Mikey moved in, he right. moved in like two motorcycles yeah. and he'll go out there and work right. on them. So it did take on more of like an active space for mm-hmm. creative work. Yes. And so um, we hung up some pictures like where he works, of, mm. uh, pictures of Porsches. And I think it's like right. a Porsche um, clock out there. Sure. Just some stuff that kind of it personalized it. It personalizes it. It shows creativity. I, I don't think this is about having a room that is neat as a pin. I don't think that's no. the goal for the garage. It is transitional space. Yeah. Things come and they go, and sometimes they come back again. <laughs> yeah. I think with the artwork, it makes it look more active. It doesn't look yeah. like those bikes have just been sitting there and like, do they work? How long right. have they been here? Like with the, the artwork almost created like a space for it that made it look like active is the only word I can think of. You should consider this one. Uh, And you know the person I'm talking about, but I don't think you've ever seen her garage, but she's got black and white tiles. She black and white tiled her uh, garage floor. Okay. It just looks so cool. I was, it just blown, blew me away. And then to be honest, she used it for a dance floor. Sometimes she'd have some people over and they could dance on it. You know, it's a big garage, you know, and, uh, and she didn't have a lot of, extra stuff and she didn't have a lot of storage in her garage yeah. mainly it was just for the cars she backed the cars out all of a sudden she's got a dance floor yeah. in a garage car store by day dance party yeah. at night club <laughs> but, at night but, but at creativity night. creativity no, I know, yeah. it's a fabulous it was it, it was so motivating about the garage can be far more and i think playing up on that transitional thing so the idea of like you start a business out there you like even just knowing that and knowing like that's your waiting room and it's like yeah. how long do you want that piece of furniture to wait in your waiting room yeah or that bag for charity or yes yeah oh my okay. gosh i'm charged up okay you're gonna run home and make well, some I think changes i'm gonna make a goodwill run okay you i know, think i gave I've my got... stuff away last week or yeah. i'd give you more yeah. stuff it's been a while since i made my run okay that concludes our talk today on the garage And uh, we look forward to speaking to you guys next week. Take care. Before you go, I did just want to start sprinkling some hints that mom and me are going to be coming out with an amazing Black Friday special. You won't find out the details until next month, but as our podcast listeners, I did want you to be the first to know. So keep tuning in to find out the details. And as always, if you'd like to book an appointment, you can find me at www.thekatewin.com and you can find my mom, Mary Swick at www.maryswick.com. Be sure to follow us on Facebook and Instagram at the underscore Kate Wind to get daily insight about astrology and feng shui.